What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And LeVon Maynard. Hey, welcome to the show. What's going on? Uh, for those who were not going to be able to see what just happened, it took me like four times to get through the intro. <laughs> But I'm going to cut all that out. Um, thank you for tuning in. I know we've been gone for uh, a few weeks now because uh, we're on uh, holiday. Um, but we are back now. Uh, please tune in to yesterday's episode where we talk about uh, USB drive uh, that was containing 460,000 Japanese residents data uh, wound up missing. So we, we go into detail on that. Uh, then obviously, we have another topic today. And then Wednesday, we have discussion. So tune in to that one. And then Fridays, we talk about everything else. So movies, books, TV, all that good stuff, non-cyber related, right? Uh, so definitely hit up, hit us up throughout the week. Uh, without further ado, I give it to Shannon. All right. So this article comes from the print dot <clears throat> um, com, print dot uh, com, which is India, um, and it's written by. Um, I'm gonna try to get this down. Uh, Aditi Chaturvedi and Priyesh Mishra. Hope that didn't butcher your names too bad, fellas, um, or lady and fellow, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and the title of the article is Exit of VPNs, Just the Beginning, Cert Ends, Cybersecurity Rules Will Affect Many Players. So Cert in, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So Cert in is the Indian Computer Emergency Response Team, Computer Emergency Response Team, right? So the Computer Emergency Response Team, IN India. Um, and so what they've done over there, right, um, is uh, they have, they just passed a law with uh, an incident reporting timeline. And so what it caused is that some of the major VPN providers, um, so uh, your Surfshark, NordVPN, ExpressVPN, they withdrew their servers from India over this because one of the things they had in there was a reporting timeline that was very aggressive, um, right, of six hours. And also um, they had di directives that would, uh, that kind of went against some of the privacy privacy stuff they're trying to protect right so like they want to get logs that have you know uh people that have been logging in using their services and things of that nature and the companies are like no that's not that, that defeats the purpose of the vpn really you know what i mean like that's not what we're there for but india's like hey this is what we want if you want to operate in our country right so uh the companies pulled their servers and they're like no nah, we're not going to do business with you anymore and again the the aggressive timeline for reporting the six hours uh, anytime you have a cybersecurity incident was something that was also, um, uh, it, it caused a little bit of consternation with them, right? Um, another thing they said uh, that they have in here is that uh, they actually want people to report um, attempted um, intrusions, right? So not necessarily successful, like if you have a successful cybersecurity incident that goes with you, but just the attempt. And like as many as that go on and get thwarted, like that's just, you would have to have a whole team just for reporting at that point, right? If you're gonna do this. And it's just one of those things where the, the US companies are not happy with this. Like they don't like having, having to deal with that. So they're like, we'll just, we'll take our business elsewhere type thing. Um, now, to a certain degree, um, I agree. Six hours is a little aggressive, right? I'll give you that to have to report something, right? Because you still have to, you still have to do your due diligence in trying to stop the attack if it's still ongoing. Um, there's things you have to there's things you have to get and and, and uh, like uh, figure out how they got in. Like the investigation is what I'm thinking about. So 
different things to investigate, but um, some of these industry leaders, they're thinking 72 hours should be the time frame they get. And I think that's a little bit too long. Like, I don't, I don't like 72 hours as a number, even though I think six hours is a little aggressive. Like me, I would say closer to 24 at that point, right? Um, now, again, I think the reason they had this consternation with this is because from a business standpoint, we talk about this all the time, how the cybersecurity departments just aren't large as they should be right in in the way that our environment is so um that's kind of the gist of the story here um whether or not anything will change we'll see because india could always come back and be like all right well we changed our mind right because you got to think about it india's got over a billion people over there right second largest country in the world china then india right so um it's just one of those things where they may say okay well we'll we'll, we'll work with you on some things maybe it doesn't need to be six hours um but we don't want 72 maybe it'll be 24 maybe it'll be 48 um but we'll have to wait and see uh see how that goes but levon what's your thoughts on this yeah man you you covered it very well but i was going to say that um you were you were commenting on how india gets cyber attacked i see in the article they mentioned that it's actually the third most cyber attacked country in the asia, asia pacific uh, according to ibm's uh securities um Threat uh, Intelligence Index of 2022. Um, and he also mentions that they um, that there's been more than 1.6 million cybersecurity incidents reported in India as of February 2022. Um, so it's like it's definitely like a big target. Um, it's it's and as you as you described it, I mean it's kind of like a balance between I don't know I, I know we talked about it before in some other podcasts, but it kind of uh, balancing the security maybe of the country and the privacy of uh, individuals. You have that uh, kind of like a big brother type uh, scenario where people are kind of looking and, and trying to find, you know, trying to find those uh, those terrorists or hackers or whoever uh, by getting access to these like private uh, databases or VPN connections and stuff like that, trying to be able to look into the logs. But, you know, the VPN is, that's pretty much what most people use it for is it be, uh, to not have the data tracked, not have their information shared. I mean, I know people do use VPNs for nefarious uh, reasons as well, um, but at the same time, we want to have some people to have their privacy. So it's kind of like a balance there. So it's so hard to like really define, like, to really like say, uh, you know, nobody should ever be able to look into some information if, like, say, if like some some uh, I don't know, we have like people that are into like uh, child child pornography, people that are. Uh, you know, obviously like hackers and people that are, are using it for Intel and like, um, you know, you may have like Russian, Russian uh, hackers or uh, state actors that are trying to hack into uh, United States using VPNs, things like that. So it's like you have all these, these ne'er-do-wells or these, these uh, people that are not, that should not be using these services for uh, what they're using them for, um, uh, taking advantage of that, 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 that privacy, that, that uh, obscurity, but being able to, track that would be nice for these cybersecurity uh, companies um, but then you got people like us that just want to use it to to have some privacy not 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 to be uh spied upon or if we're in like in a uh you know a hotel network you don't want to have our inf information um on their uh network available to be uh viewed or whatever they can they can try to hack into our privacy for for uh unknown reasons but it's very interesting that that you know uh, india's going through these going through this effort to make sure that they have access. I, um, I actually use NordVPN. So um, I know if I was using my services, I wouldn't want to have them, India, having access to to view my content or whatever, uh, look at the logs to see what I've been connecting to. Because um, like you mentioned, that's the whole point of, of the VPN. And um, the timelines, like you mentioned, um, I think those are pretty, pretty strict, especially if they're, uh, they're also trying to record every incident, even if it's 
uh, been blocked. Um, and those could be, I don't know, those could be in the thousands, the millions. Um, those kind of uh, incidents happen on a regular basis. Like I mentioned before, if you, I put like uh, a v, like a a, v, a VM on a on a uh, on a network in the in the cloud, and as soon as I put that thing up there in the cloud, if I make it like publicly accessible, like you see attacks on it like instantly. You go into the security logs, you see all these uh, individuals trying to log in. They use like generic admin accounts and use uh, whatever like credentials they think would, would could potentially work. So I can imagine how many how many um, logs they may may um, may acquire from just uh, just a few of the systems online, but uh, I'll turn it over to you, Ryan. What do you think about this subject? Yeah, I agree. Like six hours is, is uh, very aggressive. Like I, I like to see them making um, moves towards getting it to be in a more concise timeline, especially when it comes to, uh, like I said, critical, right? Like, so it didn't really, like the, the problem they have is with, it's, it's pretty ambiguous, right? They say critical um, systems or, or, or um, infrastructure. Uh, I think what they want to say is the financial sector, banking, and um, uh, you know, oil pipelines medical. and, and yeah, medical, um, uh, your uh, your electric grids, things of that nature. But they kind of blanked it to everybody, so I think that's the the biggest problem. Um, and then, yeah, like when it comes to the VPN situation, I can definitely see them pulling chalks um, because you like you're in breach of contract with your customers at that point. Like the whole point is to obscure your data. Um, Cause I mean, all I use it for is to, to watch Netflix, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or Disney plus, but I, I'm paying for that privacy so I can get to those things um, uh, from the, the current country that I'm in, right? Cause some stuff is blocked um, that I would be able to access if I was in the States. So, um, so there, there is that that bounce snack. Like those companies aren't going to come back unless this changes. Uh, and I doubt it's going to change because once you once you start this um, this machine, it's going to be hard to pull it back. So I, I don't see these changes happening. I, timelines may adjust. So I saw France had something similar. It was like seven hours, uh, and then a lot of companies are complaining, saying that it takes at least twenty four hours to classify the incident, and then seventy two hours to then be able to put it out there. Because like Shannon said, teams are small. Um, and then you have to think about uh, also from a company's perspective, you have shareholders and things of that nature. So you kind of want to be able to get ahead of the information. So if I'm giving it to you within six, uh, the board doesn't even know about it. Or if the board doesn't know about it, they, they haven't put together a, a, a tight, concise message to their shareholders and to the public to uh, re retain that trust, right? Um, so I can see there's going to be some consternation. It, it, it may need to slow down a little bit. But 72 hours is a long time uh, as well. So like the 24 or 36, I think would be um, more appropriate, but I'm, I don't, I'm not in charge of every, every company's cybersecurity team, right? So it could be two people, it could be 200 people for all I know. Um, but then my, on the other hand, like how is CERT India uh, going to be able to gather all this information and, and make heads or tails of it? Like they, they don't have a, I, I would assume that they don't have a team of 2000 people uh, because if you are a, a Facebook, a Twitter, uh, an Amazon, or a Google, you're getting tacked every minute on the minute. So, like, how are they going to parse through that data? Like, it doesn't even make sense to me. Because um, if I'm reporting it, like, if I'm if I'm spending the money to hire the people to be on the teams to give you the information, and then you do nothing with it, then I'm going to have a problem with that. So, I I think there needs to be some adjustments. Like, they, they came in kind of hard, <laughs> swinging for the fences. They might have to dial that back. Uh, just just a little bit, or at least uh, put the companies on notice that need to be on notice, right? Like, 
if you're a um, oil and gas or uh, like you said, a hospital or something like that, then yeah, you need to be on this list. But if you're not just mom and pop store, then no, I don't need to report within six hours. So, you know, something you just said. So like, I would hope it's not all for not, right? Like if they're going to do this and run the risk of losing business, you know, an American business, you know, we don't mind spending money for stuff, right? For services to put up in other countries, right? Like these iPhones, you know, <laughs> they ain't making them in America, you know what I'm right. saying? So like, I, I don't, I would hope that if they're going to go through this and run the risk of losing the business that's going through their country, right, um, that they would they would do something about it. They would make it worth it. So if it was all for naught, like, that's just dumb on their part. Yeah, I just don't, like, maybe there's going to be, maybe there's already been put in or there's going to be put in some automated service because a human being cannot process this, this much information. Like, it's just not going to be possible. Like, if you're saying, like, every single attempt, like, there's an attempt every single minute if not, you know, sooner, like every single second for some time. Sooner than that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's, <laughs> so how are you going to log this? I don't, I don't get it. Like, um, but I'm sure more details will come out uh, or they'll start dialing things back as they start to lose big business. Um, Cause if they, they were to lose, you know, a, a major corporation because of this um, I'm sure there would be some adjustments to policy. So we, we'll see. So wouldn't, wouldn't the EU have a problem with this as well because of, like they have those eight things that you have to do, like whenever oh, GDPR, GDPR. Yeah, yeah. So like the EU would have a problem too with this, right? Because then you'd have to let everyone know, like, hey, okay, this is what your information is going to, and they'd be like, look, we don't want to go through all that trouble. We'll just pull our stuff out too. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some more, some more fallout, um, but we'll we, we'll see. Like I'm sure that they'll uh, they'll pivot before they just completely. Um, cause a, a catastrophe uh, with with the finances. Like, uh, like again, it's the foot in, it's it's the foot in the door. So that's why the VPN companies left. They're like, well, it's, it's going to just get worse and worse. Um, so we we'll see what other companies start to um, yield. And like, okay, well, we can't handle this amount of traffic, or we can't handle this amount of reporting, or we can't handle um, our customers coming at us because now they've they've lost trust in the company. So. We, we, we'll definitely see. Um, but I think that pretty much wraps up for this episode. Uh, definitely continue to, to tune in throughout the week. Wednesday is going to be our discussion. Hit up all of our social medias. You can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy on LinkedIn, Twitter, Clubhouse, and TikTok. And you, LeVon? Yes, sir. You can hit me up on the Twitters at LeVon Maynard. There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure. Take care.